0: Punter you know. because statistics are the best. The better foot punter because you don't need footwear to
1: welcome back to the barefoot puncher i'm your host as always the mug your co-host the pope and the modeler is with us as well and of course we take our inspiration from the barefoot investor but instead of giving you investment advice we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 afl and nrl season and pope the season normal for the afl this week comes to a
2: close big welcome back to the program to you Thank you for having me, Mug. Yes, wraps up. And uh, if you haven't heard, Adelaide Crows can't make the finals. I don't know if you caught that during the week, but um, there was a little bit of an incident over there that means that it's, they've got a dead rubber this week, Mug. I don't know if you've cross crossed that.
1: <laughs> Pope, um, absolute scenes, uh, really. But, um, but some of the nonsense that I've heard in the commentary uh, this week on it is um, is absolutely ridiculous. What's, I think Nathan Buckley was calling for legal action and calling for, uh, you know, from to overturn it. I've heard people saying, oh, they need to go back midweek and play the last minute and 10 again. Like, all this sort of crazy stuff. Like, Modler, how did you see it?
0: Yeah, I caught the end of that game. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a funny one. Like, you'd think with the, what, multi-billion dollar TV rights deals you'd be able to train a few better cameras on the, uh, on the goal, goalpost and matches. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's not a good look for the league, is it?
1: Nah. And uh, I mean, I like, I was disappointed with the decision. Like I, I think, um, you know, they um, obviously the umpire should have called for the review. So I think that was a disappointing component, but, but once it's done, like what are you, you can't, what are you going to do? Uh, it's, it's over. That's the decision. Uh, move on. Like, you know i lost a decent amount of money because of that but um oh i think the uh i think the the outcry this week has been uh, a bit over the top if you ask me but um, but anyway maybe i'm just a bit more seasoned to these bad beats uh That's that uh, <laughs> you just sort of come to expect that sort of stuff uh pope what was happening over in the nrl
2: um probably the big one of the week is south in turmoil Monk uh, sort of went to Newcastle, got hammered, and all of a sudden all sorts of leaking coming out of the camp. Assistant coaches might not make it through the week with not getting on with head coach. Got the bye this week. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, I think I think for about a month ago, my mother might know this better than I do, but they were $15 to miss the eight, and now they're in the sliders again. Like, it's been an extraordinary fall for grace for one of the powerhouses of the competition.
1: Yeah, right. And um, and is that what Braith and Astor was going on about? I, I saw some stuff on Twitter that's, that people were commending him for uh, speaking up on 360. Was that about the Rabbits?
2: Yeah, he got stuck into Luttrell. Probably deservedly. Luttrell's game on Sunday was, um, among among other things, lacking in effort mugs. So Braith decided to use his platform to get stuck on him, which is a bit unlike Bray. He doesn't usually go after players. So it was a refreshing change of take for him.
1: Fitness an issue there, Modler?
0: Uh, potentially, yeah. um He's had a pretty long season. um Origin coming into this, he's a uh, long season yeah. on the tooth. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'll just be diplomatic on that one. Then. <laughs>
2: you might have heard it here first once again on the, on the Barefoot Podcast three weeks ago that the Thrills fitness was was a problem.
1: Played out that way, hasn't it? Um, okay, boys, so we, we reflected a little bit there on what happened on the weekend, so we might as well talk through our bets. And I think it was pretty solid uh, on the weekend. Um, Modler, how did you go?
0: Yeah, getting a bit of a mixed bag for myself. Uh, starting with league, I first off liked the Eels. Uh, they were really no good against the Roosters. Uh, and then I uh, liked St. George at the Plus against uh, the Storm, and they covered quite easily in the end. Uh, and the Knights I liked against South, as we've just spoken to, they got up as slight underdogs. Uh, and then I think uh, the one Pope and I were opposed on, I liked the Bulldogs against Canberra and um, no good there uh, in the last. Uh, and then across to AFL, uh, I, I think I mentioned Collingwood-Brisbane, wait for teams. The, the team news favoured Brisbane there. So um, depending on what price you want it to take, um, you know, it depends whether you... You copped it or not, I guess. Uh, The other one was Gold Coast, again, waiting for teams, I think. Uh, McKay came back in for Carlton, so I probably left that one alone. Gold Coast covered, regardless. Uh, GWS, I can't remember if I set a half stake on the line or not. And then the final one uh, I had was the Swans, a half stake as well. Um, So uh, obviously lucky there, but um, yeah, slowly in front, uh, I think, for the weekend.
1: Yeah, okay. Nice one, Modler. How about for yourself, Pope?
0: Took the unders in the Cowboys shafts,
2: which saluted, probably a little bit fortunate. Mug, that looked pretty free flying in the first half, but the under 47 and a half. Got up for ourselves and the listeners aligned with Mother. unfortunately, on the Eels, which um, we mispicked our charity bet too, which we'll obviously touch on later in the show, Mug, so that was unfortunate. Um, also liked the Dragons at the plus 15 and a half against the Storm. Like the Knights, mentioned a bit of 13 plus as well, and um i didn't really go with it too heavily but the unders under 48 and a half too, they got up and canberra minus eight and a half i said a number of times on the podcast i think with a degree of trepidation so i wouldn't blame the listeners if they didn't follow me in but that covered as well so pretty good week all in all how'd you go mug You've, uh, you've had a fill-up there, Pope,
1: uh, by the sounds of things. Um, well done, mate. That uh, sounds like a good uh, a good weekend. Um, for myself, I think the only bet that I was really sort of putting up with a bit of confidence was the Tigers. Um, and uh, I, think you, I think you were on that one too, Modline. I don't know if you mentioned it um, just now. Um, but the Tigers, I mentioned a little bit of the Saints. Um, I was on the Hawks. I'll, I'll tell you a story in Bad Beats about the Hawks uh, in a moment, uh, Pope, but um, – I sort of I put put, put in on, on the 27 and a half and, and I, w- I was on Adelaide early, but didn't really, I wasn't recommending that to a bet um, to the listeners, but yeah, I, w- I was on Adelaide head to head. So um, I guess maybe a little bit of a mixed bag for myself, but I think as far as the podcast listeners were going, um, they would have done all right. I had leans to the Gold Coast, leans to the Saints, but probably probably couldn't say that I put them up um, as complete bets. So um yeah, so okay on the Tigers, Pope, I think was the moral of the story. Missed on, missed on the Crows.
2: Yeah, I think that was the one that uh, yourself and the model are heavily aligned, so good result. Yeah. Um, Pope, did you see any bad beats? Yeah, well, the one that stood out, Mug, in NRL was probably the Dolphins, and they've sort of copped the rough end of the pineapple um, a couple of times in the last three weeks, in, in terms of results anyway. So they led late and gave away a penalty, somewhat controversial penalty, penalty and a non-regular goal Epic Apicorosel, potted a penalty goal from the sideline, hits the crossbar and tips over four minutes to go. So if you're on Dolphins head head at a price there, so they were about 2 to $1, three, $3 or so. So if you're on them, you're, you're pretty unlucky there. So bad beat on Dolphins head head punters.
1: Yeah, very good, Pope, and uh, tough one for the listeners uh, or the punters there, Modler. What did you see?
0: Uh, I, the only one I've got off the top of my head is the real obvious uh, Crows one. Sorry if I'm stealing your thunder there, Mug. But, um, yeah, I think there's been enough column inches devoted to that one uh, to last us a lifetime. So, yeah, might uh, pass on to you.
1: Yeah, that's the obvious one. I, I tell you what, I think um, Gold Coast punters, head-to-head punters, could uh, find themselves a bit stiff. Uh, there was um, – well, I think they were six goals up in the in the first quarter. Um, so Carlton have done well to uh, to come back, but then also too there was I, I missed the free kick, but apparently it was a controversial free kick that should have been given to Casbolt. Um, so he, he they missed that with uh, only a few seconds to go. And I, I must admit I didn't see it myself, but um, Noah Anderson had a shot shot at goal, very kickable goal uh, with only about I don't know, must have been. 30, 40 seconds left as well off the back of a pack. So, jeez, if he slots that, um, you know, Colton aren't looking uh, looking so good. Um, boys, we talk, um, well, bad beat, depending on where you sat in the Melbourne Hawthorne game and what line you were on, you could have found yourself in a bit of trouble. We talk a lot about bad beats. Um, what's the opposite of a bad beat, Pope? Uh,
2: Kissed on the tush, maybe.
1: Well, how about this one? So early on, I uh, I put out to the listeners um, that uh, I was keen on the Hawks at 27 and a half. And then uh, we got the news of Lewis, which uh, dinted my confidence. And then we got the news of Newcomb, uh, which was uh, really bad. So I'd managed to skin out uh, on that bet at 26 and a half, uh, for Melbourne. And um, what do you think the final margin was?
2: Reckon it might have
1: fallen on 27. 27. So <laughs> four minutes to go. They're yeah. on 20, four minutes to go, they were on 27 points, and um and they were scoreless for the last four minutes. And Clayton Oliver had a chance to mark the ball with about oh, I reckon it was only about 20 seconds to go. And he was on a tight angle, but he would have scored something. Um, I think, and uh, that would have upset it. But um, that's the opposite of a bad beat, Pope. That's a uh that is an absolute kiss on the you know what. So uh I, I tell you what, I've had plenty that have missed this year. So I almost felt like um that was one back for the good guys, that one. Um, might be
2: the time to just follow you in here too. Like we might just be turning at the right time of year for, the, for yourself and the listeners.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that ended up being another bad weekend uh, on a few other things. Um, but, uh, boys, I think that's enough of that. We've got a full set tonight. We're going to talk through all the AFL games. We're going to talk through all the NRL games. Pope's about to tee up the AFL. And, uh, Pope, just so you know, all the prices and the listeners know are coming to you from topsport.com.au you uh they've been in the caper for over 30 years and um if you're looking we, we call them the best and fairest modeler if you're looking for a fair and honest uh bookie um then you know you that's what you're going to get at top sport um you win they pay that's the game uh they've been doing it for a long time as i said if you're looking for someone you can trust go to topsport.com.au let's talk some footy Pope.
2: Let's get underway. Margans. we go to the MCG Friday night. Traditional rivals, Essendon Bombers, and have they escaped scrutiny a little bit this week? The other storylines um, have helped them out. They're thirty and a half point outsiders. Four dollars thirty-five. The pies are all twenty. One hundred seventy-three and a half is total points in this game. Mug.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm about around the mark in terms of uh, ratings, Pope. And any other time um i'd probably be happy um to have a go on the bombers here but um but that form um has just been so like th- they've been so poor and also too i think the pies they really need a confidence boost here so you know like normally this game you know it's a bit sort of potentially it's uh you know the pies could just sort of go about their business and i think still win but i actually think the pies really need a good win here. So I think they'll be pretty fired up. They'll be disappointed with their recent form. They'll want to go into the finals with something really good. So um you know the head to head I probably can't, even though it's a very short price, or you know, I'd probably prefer to be with Essendon on the bigger price. I probably can't come at it just because I think the Pies do win. But that's uh that line if I had to be back in a line normally I'd I'd be with Essendon, but um probably not here. So no betting for me here, Pope.
2: Any Chance of a bounce back from the Bombers? Like, is that a, a factor here that they want to finish in a high or they're just shot?
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it is, Pope. Like, yeah. I I I think they are shot, don't get me wrong, but, you know, they've had patches throughout the year. You know, that game against Richmond where they really turned it on at the MCG, and and I think we've said it over the years, you know, the Bombers generally find something for this one. I think it'll be a big crowd on a Friday night. Um, You think they lift, you think they respond, Um is it enough to get the pies um, on a tune-up before finals? Don't think so, but I think the value is on the Bombers and you p- potentially see a bit of market movement
2: um, for the Bombers, I think. Detail as always, Mug. Uh, Modler, can you find something to kick off the round?
0: Yeah, I've n- nominally got a lean to and here. I've got Draper out for them. Uh, Tagari looks like coming back in for the pies. Uh, yeah, I've got the Bombers about 385. Into that 435, it's a, it's a handy enough edge. But um, it's, yeah, as Mug mentioned, like, buyers have a bit to play for. Bombers season is effectively over. It's a bit hard to tell how motivation's going to play out in this one. Um, I might just – and it's going to be the case with a few games this round with dead robbers, but I might just have a half stake on the uh, 30 and a half there on the Bombers.
2: Like it, Mother. Like it a lot. Uh, we'll go to Saturday afternoon. I'll kick off with you in this one, Mother. Um, the Hawks are 10.5 point favourites against the Dockers, 1.45 pm at the G. Doll 56, Dockers, totals 36, and total points 169.5. Also, give me a crowd number for this one, too, please, Mother, on the way through.
0: Ooh, Hawks Freo. Uh, that's a real <laughs> dicey one. Cool. Um, yeah. No-one's retiring, are they, Mug? Not that I know of. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. Very ballpark. I'd say something roughly 30-ish. Um, okay. Maybe south of that. It's hard to yeah. Yeah, the thought. Crowd, crowd figures, I haven't modelled those yet, so I might, might do a bit of work on that on the off-season. But, um, yeah, no real play for me here in this one. I'm, Newcomb looks like being back in for the Hawks. Um, Lewis is a chance as well. Um, Freo lose O'Meara and Banfield. I've got Freo's... Price right on the market at two,
2: thirty-six. Um, so yeah, no play for me at the moment. I'll um, yeah wait for teams on that one. I think. Yeah, bang on the market there, Mother Mug. Can you find something here for your beloved Hawks?
1: Yeah, I can. I, I think with yeah. um, Newcomb and Lewis uh, back in, and um, those um, Omira and Banfield out, um, I quite like the Hawks here, and uh, and I think there's no rush here too, Pope. So we can probably just keep the powder dry a little bit. Uh, wait till game day, or you know, an hour or so before, and um, and I think we can, um, I think we can get into the Hawks.
2: Like it, well, unexpected, but I like it a lot. Uh, while you're on a hot streak, we'll go to Blundstone, uh, same time, and a little bit of Sophie's choice for the viewers on Saturday afternoon, isn't it, <laughs> Mug, But the Kangaroos are twenty and a half point underdogs, three dollars forty against the Suns, who unveil their new coach this week. A total of eighty percent of the premiership winning team is already there, so they're dollar thirty favorites. Total points 174
1: and a half. And maybe they should be a dollar one. Um, <laughs> sure. um, because um, there uh, there should be just no way in the world uh, that North Melbourne win this game. So that might sound very strange uh, because it's down in Blundstone and, and most sides, particularly Gold Coast, would have a negative um, advantage going down there. Uh, or I should just say a, dis- a, a disadvantage, a positive disadvantage, a negative advantage. Um, But um, North North Melbourne want the number one pick. There is no way in the world after all the chips have fallen their way last week that they're going down and beating the Gold Coast this game. They they will find ways to rest players. Uh, I'm sure, I don't know, Modler might update us with injuries, but uh, I think you'll see a suite of outs uh, this week, people playing out of position. Um, This will be modern tanking uh, at its best. So um, look, the the line at the moment, I mean, it's it, it's gone from eleven up to twenty. Um, we put the listeners or the put the subscribers into it on the email on Sunday, um, but um, yeah, I, I just think gee, you just don't bother with betting North Melbourne. Maybe don't don't bet GC now, but stay out of North Melbourne.
2: Sage advice by sit downs with Modlo. How are you seeing it?
0: Yeah, I got no uh, play on this one. Um, yeah, LD is. I hear is a chance to come back in. I don't know why you bring him in, like risk injury, risk <laughs> risk winning. Um, yeah. It, uh, it's Yeah, I, I, I don't have a play on either side here. It's it's interesting. I saw a, a funny one on Twitter during the week that looks like North are going to get the uh, first pick on account of them playing 76 uh, in the changes against Sydney that, that game. That cost them the match in the end. So that's, uh looks like that might contribute to them uh, finishing last, which is a which
1: is a funny one. And uh top of the cap, the stats man too. I'm pretty sure he put us into um, North Melbourne uh, for the wooden spoon, $18 earlier in the year. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so shout out to the stats man. I know he's a big fan of the show. Uh, he'll be, uh, he'll be, he'll be listening in. Um, so well done, mate.
2: Any updates, uh, whether we see Statsman again this season, Monk?
1: Well, after that little pump up, uh, we might get him on next week.
2: That'd be nice. Be nice to have him back. Um uh, although I'll start with you here. We head up to the Gabba on Sunday, Saturday Twilight, sorry. The Lions, uh 26 and a half point favourites, looking to cement a top two spot. Um St Kilda four dollars ten head to head, Lions all twenty-two, total points one sixty-eight and a half. Yeah, again, I'm gonna
0: shoulder arms for this one. There's uh, Ross misses for the Saints, um McCarthy for the Lions, Archie's a chance to miss as well. Uh I've yeah, I've got Brisbane at $1.28. Saints about 460, so
2: no nowhere near having a bet on either side of this stage. Okay, um, Saints wrapped up a top eight berth last week. Did they take the foot off the gas here? Yeah, it's
1: um it's so interesting, Pope. All the different machinations uh uh this weekend. Look, I I'm a bit concerned about that. You know, I think um Ross the Boss was or they had an assistant coach on uh, SEN in the morning. and He was really coy about whether they might rest some players. So I was a bit concerned about that. I, I, normally my, my number's down around at the 20. So I, I'd be quite keen on the, on the saints uh, here Pope, but, um, but it's really hard to know the motivations uh, of these teams. Saints can probably climb one spot on the ladder. Um, does that make a huge difference to uh, maybe home final? I don't know. Do you put balls to the wall for a home final? Um, or do you sort of just keep the powder dry and rest a few players? You know, maybe Max King's been a bit sore, so I don't know. Do you, do you put him up? But I think that there's a couple of different angles here, Pope. There's an angle of the if the Pies win, right, which they should do. Um, that um, and and then the Saints the Saints win. And then uh, we, we get down. So then um, if the Saints win, that means Port Adelaide are a live chance to, to take uh, Brisbane's spot. And Port should beat Richmond anyway, but that adds new motivation for Port, Port Adelaide to beat Richmond, uh, to take Brisbane's place. Now, if that occurs, that means Melbourne are sitting in fourth position against Sydney. If Melbourne win that game against Sydney, uh, they move into third which means as as a reward for winning that game, rather than playing Collingwood at the MCG, they have to travel over to Adelaide and play Port Adelaide in the first final. So I guess what I'm saying here is if the Pies win, if the Saints can somehow pull off the the win, um, Port will definitely beat Richmond uh, if that's the case. And then there is no way in the world that Melbourne win that game against Sydney.
2: Yeah. Right. So there, but interesting.
1: Yeah. So, and look, I think um just, you know, while I'm on the subject um I think if everything goes to script, you know, like pies, win Brisbane, win Port Adelaide, win Melbourne can't advance their position. And, um, and I think Melbourne are, are a live chance to uh rest or maybe even not lie down, but you know, manage minutes, that sort of thing. Um, against the swans so i think that even even if the saints don't get up i think the, uh, the the sydney bet is a good one um because uh because you know there's there's a lot of upside to what melbourne might do with their with their team sheet um so definitely if the saints win that that puts huge gravitas onto that uh melbourne sydney game but even if even if everything goes to plan i think um i think the sydney um, bet is a good one
2: lot of fun last rounds aren't they final round oh, yeah. it's just a lot of play it's good fun um margot we'll go down to gmhba saturday night um there's, there's a ton of time warning this game too and the, the dogs are three and a half point favorites down at gmhba dollar 67 cats total 12 total points are 165 and a half
1: so and a shout out to della here who's a big cats man and um afl punter as well um he alerted the uh well he alerted Twitter to this one. Uh he was a bit cryptic in the beginning where he just said um the dogs win this uh down at the cats. And I was like, oh, okay. I know I, I understand the sun's angle, but what's the angle here? And uh he was all over it. He was just Della was like, they're gonna put eight guys into surgery and all this sort of stuff. So Pope, that number has come in. Um, I think it was as high as 265, uh, the dogs and done a complete flip on the market. That was 14 and a half, maybe even 15 and a half points the other way. And, uh, and what'd you say now? Three and a half points.
2: Three and a half points. Yeah. So yeah that's
1: 17, 18 point move. Um, That's as big as we've seen this year. So absolute funny buggers going on here again, Pope. So a huge, huge go here on the dogs. Look, uh, you probably almost have to wait for teams now and just see what the hell happens with this final Geelong team. I mean, it's starting to get to the point where you've just watched the dogs uh, lose against uh, the West coast Eagles on their home ground playing for finals. What makes us think in the real world that they can go down to GMHBA stadium and, 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 and maybe even beat their seconds team. I don't know. So, so I guess you've got to be a little bit cautious coming into the dogs hot now, but um, geez, what a turn of events, uh, you know, 14, 15 and a half into, into three the other way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Topsport.com market mover of the week. I'd say maybe, maybe,
1: ma- maybe market mover of the year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which at, like the, the percentage time that happens in the last round, it like has been a couple of notorious NRL examples too, hasn't there? So Um, Again, just a lot of fun falling around the season. Modler. With all that said, can you find anything here?
0: Yeah, I can. Yeah. So, yeah, looking to those cats, uh, sort of potential restings, it looks like, yeah, Duncan, Hawkins, Cameron, Brad Close, Asaba are all out. Henry's a chance to miss as well. Um, Doggies lose McRae, but they probably get Liver back in. Um, yeah, I've got the doggies at $1.50 here, so I'm a fair way shorter than that dollar sixty-seven. Um, yeah, obviously doggies have something to play for. Cats, you know, might want to give the home fans a win to see out the year, but otherwise nothing really to to play for. Um, yeah, I can only be on the doggies here.
2: Old fashioned team bonding tour at the pub today for the dogs with the cameras there. So we all might be lining up for them this week, Mug.
1: And and Pope, maybe uh maybe we just talk to the related game there too. So uh if the dogs go down there and get up, I think it adds a little bit more uh spice to the GWS winning. I mean, um that means that GWS have to win, you know, and and there's no real incentive for Carlton. Um, I don't really see there's gonna be any real positional chance, unless there was an upset. So unless uh, like the Pies lose and a few other things happen and uh, Melbourne win and like some some things that we don't expect to go to script, uh, don't go to script. I don't think there's really any point uh, for Carlton to win. Um, so again, you know, I, I don't know. I, if I'm Michael Voss and there's no no point in winning, I'm, am I putting Charlie Curnow out there? Does Patrick Cripps need an extra rest? Um, do minutes get managed? Um, to players just mentally switch off a little bit. I mean, Doherty had a sore calf, um, you know, a, a week or so ago. Like, so I just think, you know, the punters just have to think about these different combinations and how the games line up. And um, And I think that's one of them, the doggies into GWS. Um, GWS is still holding pretty f- – I mean, I like to bet anyway. I've got them at nine. Um, and the markets, I think, at 14. I'm talking about the GWS now. Um, but yeah, I, I think if if doggies win, which we expect them to now on this team movement, that means GWS have to win and Carlton potentially nothing to play for.
2: So, among other things, there, mug uh, dogs, giants, multi, yeah, probably,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the dogs are starting to get a bit short now, but um, yeah. but yeah, that's that's the angle,
2: yeah, like it. Uh, well, then I'm going to throw a spanner at you there and let's go through Blues, Giants, if you're happy to, to give your view on that one.
0: Yeah, I've got a huge lane to the Giants here. I've got them at oh, wow. 80, um into that 260 there. Like the Blues, like I've either got Chera, Kennedy, McGovern, Walsh, their chances, but like Carlton, they may have fifth spot, you know, wrapped up by the time that game comes around. So, yeah, as mentioned, like there's really nothing, Likely nothing for them to to play for come Sunday afternoon, um, whereas GWS yeah could all be hanging on the line for them, uh, come then. So yeah, into the two sixty, that's it's probably one of the bigger edges I've had all year, um, given the you know the impetus for GWS to, to eke out a win. Yeah, I, I can only be on them as well.
2: Hey, budding and- listeners, we'll jump there there, but there's a fair bit of fair bit of intel there that's um, pretty pertinent for this weekend. And
1: and Pope, I think. Um- you know, you can make the argument, particularly with the Melbourne game, that they wouldn't be as keen uh, to rest players because potentially as a top four team, you've got the week off anyway, before the finals. And then if you win in the first week, then you've got another week off. So if you're to rest players in this first week, that's sort of, you know, two weeks off, play a game, another week off. So it's a fair bit of missing footy, but I think for these teams in the bottom four where you've got that same scenario, you know, Carlton are going to have to win four big games in a row uh, to win the Premiership. So, you know, guys like Walsh and Chera that have already got soft tissue, I don't think you're rushing those guys back for a dead rubber uh, without giving them the full opportunity to recover 100% for the first week of finals. So I think you see more likelihood probably of those bottom teams um, playing funny buggers with resting maybe than the top four guys. Um, The top four ones I think you'll probably see managed minutes maybe more so than omissions
2: yeah okay um really interesting stuff we might while we're here we might talk swans demons we have sort of flirted with it a little bit already mug so let's talk through it swans and this has moved a little bit as well hasn't it swans are two and a half point favorites goal 78 demons even money 162 and a half is total points sunday afternoon at the scg
1: yeah, and I, I had um, Swans slight fave uh, anyway, Pope. Um, but um, but I think a bit of that movement as well is coming with the market realisation that, you know, M- Melbourne might not have much to play for where it's all on the line for the Swans. And, and um, McCartan got off Modler. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a huge plus for the Swans. That's, God, I tell you what. The the AFL just love giving the Swans a leg up come finals time because um, there's there's a history here uh, that goes back for some some years for those uh, that can remember the Barry um, yeah it was Barry Hall uh, Barry Hall on Goose McGuire. Um so that was what 2005 uh, so we're talking 18 years ago so I don't know how how old our listening audience is but. Um, but Jesus, that's—I don't know how you get off that Pope. He's gone. That's well off the ball, high contact to the head. I think did he fracture his cheekbone, mother
0: Yeah, I think he did.
1: Yeah. How do you get off that? I don't understand. Um, but um, but anyway, he's he's back. So so Pope, I I, I didn't mind the Swans uh, to start with. Um, McCartan back is a huge plus. And I think the upside is, is, as as we've spoken, it's just a motivational factor and potentially, um, you know, Max, you know, to Melbourne go to, oh, bros, we'd really like you to come in and play this week and and be the big guy and give Maxi a rest. I don't know. So we'll see what happens there. But, um, yeah, slight edge to the Swans for me, but upside as well.
2: What I got out of that too, Mother, was mug saying that the Swans 05 premiership is tainted.
1: Um, it, it, with- is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is <laughs> it is already there's, there's, there's a headline in that for someone uh, mother uh, moving on from 05 can you find a 2023 bet in Swansea Demons?
0: yeah I can I'm going for the uh, the tainted premiers from 05 uh, I've got them <laughs> about a $1.57 um, uh, who I've got in and out here so yeah Swansea is Papley and Amity these yeah they could get Fritch and Brown in yeah Grundy could well come in for Gorn. Um, uh, if Grundy comes in, I might sort of sit tight a bit. But yeah, that dollar fifty seven into the dollar seventy eight—that's a that's another big edge uh, for me there. Uh, so I'm on the Swannies.
2: So just pick up on that point, Grundy. Grundy would move the price enough, even though he's second stringer, so to speak.
0: Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's obviously had a pretty poor year, but the model's still uh, probably not. So accurately, still rates him somewhat. Um, it probably needs to, uh, yeah, catch up a bit on on Grundy's like a form, but um, yeah, it, it, it would still make the Swans a bet, but not as as being, I'd say.
2: Yep. Okay. Interesting. Um, we're going to take the air out of the balloon here a little bit more and we're going to go to West Coast v Adelaide. Um, Adelaide a bit bit on their plate this week between all the lawsuits that they're currently filing. They're thirty one and a half point. Favourites, dollar eighteen. The Eagles are four dollars sixty coming off their victory at Marvel on Sunday. Total points hundred and
0: seventy-nine and a half. Yeah, so the Eagles lose Yo. They'll get uh, I assume they'll get back here in Shibi for their farewell games. Um, Crows lose McCartham. Uh I've got no play here at all. Um, yeah, all things considered, I've got at eight at $1.22, so just over the dollar eighteen there at Toppy. Uh, something might change come. Cup teams on Thursday, but yeah, no play for me at the moment.
2: Yep. Less said, the better maybe in this one. Uh, however, Mug, can you find something that entices the listeners?
1: Uh, not really uh, here, Pope. I think the one uh, watch in this one is potentially, it's pretty high, 178.5. Um, I'd probably say totals, Pope. I'd, I'd probably say that's uh, that's the angle, Um uh, to have a look at, I mean, 178 is already on the high side. Um, so that's uh and if I'm not mistaken, I thought I might've seen a little, so just check the weather, just make sure the weather's hundred percent. But um, if anything, Pope, I'd be looking for an overs bet in that game.
2: Like it mug. Um, we'll finish with you. The last regular season game we talked through this season mug and it's, uh, Sunday, City of Churches and Port are uh, prohibited favourites, $1.12. 37 half-point favourites. Tigers are $6. Total points, 178.5.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think, uh, Pope, this is one of these games, I think, for Port Adelaide. Um, and model might make me look silly here, but I, I almost think that this is full-dress rehearsal for Port Adelaide. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they put a pretty strong team on the park. Um, I don't really have a... Um, uh, an edge to this game at all. In fact, I've got it marked lower, but uh, I just feel like if we get good weather, what what time of day are we playing here, Pope? Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Geez, middle of the day. Not many Richmond fans will be tuning into this one, uh, so they they maybe get a uh, get a belting uh, under the covers here. Um, I think Port might absolutely belt Richmond here, so I could only. Uh, that number is above my number, so I'm not rushing in. But um, I'll probably just wait, Pope. See if that market trims up a little bit more. I think it might. Um, it's a pretty big number, but um, but I think Port are uh, looking for blood here.
2: Yeah, make, makes a uh, fair bit of logical sense, Modlo. They might have had um, the grand final, so to speak, last Sunday. I'd imagine Richmond. Can you find about this game?
0: Uh, somewhat. I've got them real short. Uh, compared to the market, I've got them 350-ish. Um, they lose, obviously, Rewalt and Cotchin. Um, yeah, no real incentive for them to play well this year, uh this week, I should say. Um yeah, I, I mean, given it's a dead rubber, I can only have a half stake at the 37 and a half there on toppy. Um, with no great deal of confidence. But um it's given the given the edge I've got in the model, I'm happy to put out a half stake.
2: Nice. Good good episode. Lots to sort of dissect there, fellas. I'm going to leave it to you guys to probably talk through the ramifications and narrow that down for listeners a little bit. So, mug I might start with you and go through what you like and how it ties into other games that might be relevant.
1: Yeah. I, I actually have had very little uh, straight betting uh, this week, Pope. I, and i it's rare for me to multi up, but I must admit I've, I've had a truckload of multis uh, this week on various things uh, that are somewhat related. So, you know, I like that idea of the, the pies, uh saint or those two that I mentioned earlier. So pies uh, saints, Port Adelaide, Sydney, I think that's the ultimate if the saints can somehow cause an upset against Brisbane, uh, that would be that Sydney price Um yeah, that's, that's a huge go, I think. Um, uh, but I don't, I also don't mind the idea of pies, Brisbane port, Sydney still. Um, so I I think, um, that those two machinations play out pretty strongly. So whatever one you feel, you know, most of our punters will probably want to go the favorites, uh, into, uh, into the swans, but I think both of those plays make sense. Either way you want to play. Um, and then I think the Western Bulldogs one, you know, most of the values, although Modler did say that he still, has still got some value in that head to head price. So I think that's the way to play doggies head to head into the GWS head to head makes, makes a fair bit of sense uh, to me. Um, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's just like if, if the cats do win um, so the the dogs get into the um no, sorry. If the cats do win and knock the dogs out and GWS uh, maintain their position in the eight, I don't think Modler, they can advance their position GWS. Can they? Um, oh, it depends if, if Sydney, if Sydney lost, uh, they could potentially yeah. skip up one, but it doesn't really advance them. It's probably a situation they will play Carlton away or play St. Kilda away. So I don't think you really get much difference there. So that becomes an extremely dead game. Um, uh, So yeah, who knows what happens uh, in that one? Maybe Pope, just a couple of other angles, you know, speak about the total points. You know, I've had a lot of smart people say to me over the years that in these last rounds that average scoring increases by about eight to nine points, um, which is a massive amount, really. I think the bookies are onto that a little bit. Like some of these numbers are not, you know, I'll be honest, Pope, I haven't had the opportunity to do the, all the work on it yet. Um, so I think a few of these games are up really high, but I think where you can find uh, teams uh, that are playing during the day that um, still have a, a semi-amount of motivation to to play, um, there's, a, there's an op Like I think the West Coast Adelaide one is a, is a good example. I think both those teams probably want to finish the season off well, but at the same time, it's going to be bruise-free. I think the Port Adelaide-Richmond one is probably another good one to, to have a look at. I think the Fremantle-Hawthorne one, uh is is a good one as well to sort of have a look at those numbers. And I think they're all a bit high at the moment. So they might even just trim in a little bit. So maybe have a look at some points angles. And if you if you wanted to go the whole hog and just just bet the whole lot uh, on the basis that usually um scoring is higher and go the big multi, I, I couldn't turn you off that either. Just a little, you know, a little tenor or a or whatever your risk profile is, um, whatever, uh, whatever a small bet is for you, um, not the worst in the world to have a go at the full set of, of going overs. like it. Maybe maybe one more to Pope, one more uh, little, uh, little thing. Um, some of the bookies uh, have Mark's markets. Now, traditionally, these would be very... Um, these markets uh, would be shocking value, you know, so the margins are are, are pretty solid. But there might just be some angles about multiing up some backmen for teams where there are completely dead rubbers. I I think what you could find is that there's a fair bit of chip around with not much defense, um, you know, like – And teams that are really protecting themselves uh, for the following week, you know, so, you know, like if a Carlton finds himself in a dead rubber, you know, is it just chip, 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 Melbourne, uh, the same. So there might be some angles with those teams that don't have anything to play for that may be a plan against a team that's trying to win. Um, There might be, uh, there might be some stuff there. So punters maybe just have a
2: bit of a sniff around for that. (laughs) That's a hard act to follow, Mulder, well, to finish the season. That's uh, some of Muggs' best work across 2023 right there. <laughs>
0: that was very good, very good. Um, as we'll see how it plays as... out, Pope. Well that's that's that's
1: we've got to see how it plays out. That's that's
0: <laughs> as far as my own betting goes, uh, going back, I think I had a half stake on the bombers at the 30 and a half. Uh, as mentioned, like the doggies still at the price, uh $1.67 at the moment. Um it was uh half stake on the tigers line, I think that was 37 and a half. Uh the swans I liked at a dollar 78 and GWS I also liked at 260. And one last permutation there for GWS. If the Saints and the Swans both happen to lose, and depending on how much the Saints lose by GWS GWS could actually steal uh sixth in a home final with a with a decent enough percentage booster. So yeah, there still might be a bit. Uh, for them to play come Sunday as
2: well. Yep. Okay. Anything else, Mug? That's uh very comprehensive AFL section finish this season. It's good stuff.
1: Uh, and I think I think the only bet Pope that I'm keen on, like sort of straight bet out with no funny business um is probably the Hawks. But uh, I think I said wait till um wait till game time and um and let's have a bit on the Hawks end, particularly if um Newcomb and, and well, probably caveat Newcombe and Lewis coming back in, but I think we could still actually see that market tighten up a little bit. And I'm happy to be on the Hawks.
2: Yeah. Nice. Uh, that wraps up AFL the regular season. To finish this Sorry.
1: Sorry, Pope. We probably, uh, we spoke for a fair while there, but um, but that's all right. We had a bit to to get through and it's very exciting uh, round coming up. Uh, Pope, let's get over now and talk the great game. And we're going to talk a fair bit tonight about NRL as well, because We've got a full set to get through tonight. The boys are, are really keen and have, uh, we've got bets, I think, or angles in uh, in every single game. So let's get over into that stuff. I'm looking for it all the way down the page, but it's right up there, up the top, NRL. Um, so boys, kicking off Thursday night, as we always do in the NRL, the Panthers are hosting the Eels. We've got $1.09 here, the Panthers. Uh, the eels 750 19 and a half the line the favored side is the panthers on that line pope with a dollar 85 the one team that seems to consistently give the panthers trouble pope can they give them more trouble here
2: yeah well i've got this game bang on market here mug but the one angle that is sort of interesting is Penrith. sorry paramount had the buy in the last round so this is it for them and i think they go out having a crack like they're they're missing Moses, but they get they get to start on the Crown Lagers a week. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice at the wrong time here. They get to start on the Crown Lagers a week early. So I think that's upside here at the 19 and a half. Um, won't put the bet up, but one worth the listeners to take into consideration the first year that a team finishes in the second last round of the season. The bet I am going to go, I'm going to go off broadway here a little bit, and it's Isaiah Yo, anytime try scorer, $5.20 mug. He scored three three times the last five games. Big line, 19.5, could be party time if it goes their way, Penrith. So I think there's a bit of value here. It's um, Thursday night, um, one for the listeners at a price, $5.20, Isaiah Yo, anytime.
1: Love it, Pope. Okay, thank you very much for that one, um, Modler. What is the computer picking up here?
0: Yeah, I've got the eels a bit shorter than the market here. Oh, what have I got them? four fifty? So a decent gap into that seven fifty. As mentioned before, pretty wary of what's effectively a dead rubber for Aramata. Um, I still might throw out a half stake on that 19, 19 and a half there. Um, bit of juice there too, on ninety five. So yeah, I'll, I'll throw that out, the half stake on the eels line
1: okay nice modler. so that gets us away there we've got an any uh and a play on para um nice start boys uh let's get over early game friday new zealand warriors hosting the dragons dollar 14 the warriors 575 the dragons 16 and a half uh, the line and uh, that's $1.95 for the Warriors. So if you like the Warriors, there's a bit of extra on there for you, uh, Modler. You first. Uh, they're back at Mount Smart Stadium. Um, how does the model see this one?
0: Yeah, I've definitely wrongly for the best part of this season, potted the Warriors for large, large portions of it. Um, it's kind of going to continue here. I've got uh, St. George just short of $4. Again, a dead rubber for them. So hard to tell how motivation is going to play out. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, again, I'll probably throw out a half stake at the line. Uh, yeah, that's 16 and a half uh, on the Dragons.
1: Hope the Dragons have been playing out some dead rubbers for a little while, but have still managed to be plucky. Do they be plucky here again?
0: Yeah, my,
2: my concern with some of these teams, Muggy, is they've probably got one performance in the next two games in them. They're going to be, some of these teams are going to be probably a little bit selective where they put in effort. They're playing at home final round. Um, having said that, I do make them a bet here, so I'm going to go with the numbers, um, factoring in all that upside, is probably the Warriors, but I this close to 13. Warriors haven't been that good the last three weeks. They didn't cover in two of those, and they only covered in the other one when Titans had a player sent off in the 15th minute, so they've won their last three, but they've been far from impressive. 16 and a half, big number when you're a little bit out of form, so I'm happy to be on the Dragons here. All right. Okay. Good, Pope. Uh,
1: thank you uh, for that. And uh, and Modler, I think you were lined up there as well. Was that? Yeah, I had a
0: half stake on the uh, on the dragons. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So the boys are uh, lining up there. In- second game that we're talking to this evening which is great uh the second game friday uh on the friday is the dolphins hosting the cowboys so another big queensland clash um 320 the dolphins uh dollar 35 uh the cowboys eight and a half um the high effort dolphins pope can we find them
2: i can yeah i can't get this to eight and a half cowboys for all intents and purposes, their season's probably over, really. Um, they've been really disappointing for the last three weeks. And, uh, and Dolphins hang around, touched on it at the start of the show. couple of one-point losses recently, albeit against lesser opposition. But um, back at Suncorp, they've been good there. They've got two games to finish a year at Suncorp. I think you'll see effort from them. Um, without, Valentine's home, without Valentine Holmes and Jeremiah Nanoi. I just think the cow was a bit short here. So give me plus eight and a half, and
0: I'll be back in dolphins head to head as well.
1: Yeah, nice, Pope. Love it. Modler, can we
2: line up?
0: No, nah, not quite. I've got the dolphins pretty much right on the market here at 325. So not quite into that 320 at uh, top sport at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave this one alone for now
1: okay all right well not opposing the Pope um so uh, so it's still thereabouts um a nice angle there Pope we get over to Saturday and um oh gee this has got uh big kill written all over it but uh price is prohibitive but I'll let the experts talk the storm our storm are back home at Amy where they like it a dollar ten though uh taking on the Titans at sevens and um, 18 and a half the line Pope. I think we know that the storm will run over him, but eighteen and a half, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I
2: don't really tip up more eight and a half point favorites too often, Mug, but there's only, the upside's only with one team here and they're in purple. So I think you can find something here with Storm. If you want to play eighteen and a half, I won't talk you out of it, but I'd be looking at something like second half alternates here. I think if it's gonna get away, it's gonna get away late from the Titans, so second half alternates, maybe look there if you punter's Paps back as well. So the mood and atmosphere at Amy will be uh, euphoric. Yeah, I, I can't. I find something around Storm here. Find a price, probably second half alternates is the way I'd play this and get on board the Purple Train. Again, Titans, last game is at home against the Dogs. I think that's where they'll be looking to put in one game of effort in the next fortnight, and I can see them um, putting up the red flag pretty early. Here, so give me
1: a uh, storm and big one. Excellent, Pope. Love to uh, get behind our home team, the Storm. Um, Modler, do we line up here?
0: Um, again, not quite. Um, Pope, I noticed perhaps on the extended bench, does he definitely come into the squad on game day? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd think so. He's had three Queensland
2: Cup games. Two rounds before finals, like he's gonna need to get a little bit of first grade on his bill. I'll be pretty confident cool he plays. Okay,
0: yeah, I've I've, I've got uh, Storm a dollar thirteen, but that's with uh, Pap on that extended bench. If he um, if he does come in and start, or or even starts on the bench, um, I'd, I'd make that a bit shorter. Probably not quite enough uh, to have a play at the line, but um, yeah, I might just wait and see with that one where he actually does line up on the day before pulling the trigger.
1: Yep. Okay. Thank you, Modler. Um, always consistent in listening to your model, which you've done to great effect again this year. Um, boys, um, next one up, Sydney Roosters. Geez, are they back? The Roosters, they're back, they reckon. Uh, $1.15 says they are minus 15 and a half the line against the Hapless Wests, um, who got a W uh next to their name last week. 550 here. And um, we've got that dollar eighty-five on their side of the line, um, boys. How do we see this one, Modler? I'd be interested to hear what the model thinks of this.
0: Yeah, the model's sort of lumped for the Tigers the last good few weeks now, and they've well, they've either won, as stated last week, or sort of at least covered uh, when they haven't won. But I thought I'd be on them here because I've potted the Roosters a bit as well, but I'm right on the line with the. Uh, Right on the price with the Tigers. I've got them five fifty, which is bang on what Top Sport have them at the moment. So no play for me. Okay, Modler.
2: Hope. Um, how do we see this one?
0: Surprise. A little bit
2: surprised with that, Modler. No Tedesco for the Roosters. I thought. I thought the model would find the Tigers here. I do. I can find the Tigers. Um, I, I can't get this to twelve mugs. So that's a healthy edge to the Tigers. Like there is trepidation with these teams, as we've touched on um, in depth. But uh, that's. That's a big enough advantage for me that I can back the Tigers at plus fifteen and a half, and I'd have a little bit of head-to-head. Roosters, yeah, they're on the road, have been back, but they look a lot worse with um, Tedesco being out. Not so much money going to fullback, but someone's got to then replace money in the centres, and that's where the impact is. So, yeah, fifteen and a half too big for me.
1: Love it, Pope. Okay, very good, mate. And I think uh, Toppy looks like they. Uh... Agree with you there too, Pope, the way they've got the market uh slanted at the minute. Um, boys, um the first of the night or is that right? Yeah, first of the real night games, uh at uh, 735. Canberra are back in the nation's capital and they're taking on Brisbane Broncos, three forty-five at home, uh the Raiders and uh dollar thirty-one the Bronx. Ten and a half that line, Pope. I know you've spoken about the pluckiness of them before. Um, do they cover it here?
2: Yeah, i uh, I can't get this to ten and a half, even that close here. Without Reynolds, the Broncos, this feels like a danger game down in um, the nation's capital. You say that a whole lot better than I do, Mug. But I am not far past the converted try here, so give me the green machine with all their flaws. Just sniff of a troublesome game for the Broncos here. They've got the storm at home in the last round, their eyes might be more there than here. So I'm um, I'm pretty big on the Raiders here. Yeah,
1: right. Okay. On the milk, the Pope's milk modeler, how do you feel about that? Can you come along with him?
0: Yeah, I can somewhat. I've got them 330, so a slight edge in that 345. Um, as with a lot of the other games so far, I'm just going to have a half stake, I think, on that. Well, I'll split, I'll split between the, the handicap and the – in the three
1: forty-five, but um, yeah, half stake on the Raiders. All right, okay. So, a uh, somewhat there of a, uh, a lineup between the boys. Uh, flick over to Sunday now, and it's the Bulldogs uh, two fifty-five at Accor Stadium, and they're uh, hosting Manly a and a half the line. Uh, Modler, I think you've got uh, something to talk to here. Um, how are you seeing this?
0: Yeah, I've got a really Big edge on uh, the Bulldogs here. I've got them. I've got them favourites. So I've got them $1.90. ninety. Uh, so a decent edge into that two fifty five. I think that's even trimmed in uh, since teams came out. I think it was two sixty five maybe earlier in the day. So a bit of money for Canterbury uh, this afternoon. Um, awesome. Yeah, and a big edge. Big edge for me. And what's effectively a, a dead rubber for both teams.
1: Yeah, nice. Um, I was saying that that was your money um, going in, was it, mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so huge edge there, Modler. That that that's a big one. I mean, we've had some big ones throughout the year, but I think that's that's sort of
0: right up there, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. That's sort of, yeah, that gap is is pretty much, yeah, my ceiling, I guess, for throughout the
1: year. Yep, nice. Okay, and Pope, can you come along for the ride? You gotta
2: stay out of this one, Mug. I was looking more total points here to try and give the listeners something there to cheer on at two o'clock on Sunday, but it looks a a sort of funny day in Sydney with wind and a bit of rain, so I'm gonna stay out completely here. It's uh again a, a little bit of what you pick here between Port LA v. Richmond or this game. None of them overly enticing Sunday afternoon, Mug.
1: Yep. Uh, well it's always enticing if you can find a bet, Pope. That's uh that's it's the true. one. Keep eyes, eyes on TV. Um, all right, boys. And the last game of the round it's the Modler's Knights uh, taking on the Sharks. $1. sixty-seven here, the Knights. And uh, I think the Sharks just maybe getting back in Mojo. 220, three and a half the line. Your Knights Modler, you first.
0: Yeah, I thought I uh, might have a play uh, with the Knights here, but I've got them again right on the market. I've got them at $1.70. So no edge for me. Here into that dollar sixty seven. Probably not a bad thing given yeah the Sharks and um and Nico have found a little bit of form in the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, nice. Okay, Modler and uh Pope.
2: I've I've been in Newcastle a couple of times, mug and doesn't really do a lot for me in the past, but jeez, look there's good Sunday. A couple of those pubs on a Sunday afternoon after their win against South would have been fun places to be. And I can see this happening again here this Sunday. I can find a bet for Newcastle. I've got this a bit bigger than minus three and a half. That's notionally home ground advantage. And I've got Newcastle a better team than Cronulla right now. So give me the minus three and a half. McDonald Jones looks like a fun place. So big home crowd advantage at the moment. I'm on the Knights.
1: I uh, like it. Uh, like it, Pope. We're with the home team there to, uh, to finish us off. And, Pope, you did allude to it a couple of times uh, throughout um, around some points angles. Is there anything else that you're seeing
2: throughout the course of the weekend with points? Yeah, I'm not not really. There's some big there's some big numbers um, here, but the the one game that I was probably thinking to of a road to go down, or the two were the ones where there's something to play, play for the Knights and Sharks and Raiders v Broncos, and I was probably learning more under than over, but um, I think the market's got it pretty spot on. So yeah, well um, unfortunately for the listeners or for our entertainment value, I'm gonna shoulder arms here, Mug.
1: Yep, no, okay, fair enough. And, uh, and boys, any uh, futures action or uh, things of note um, in the NRL?
2: Yeah, I'll give you a little nugget here. Um, right now, this goes a little bit against what I said, uh, the on this week, but they are heavy outsiders the Raiders. Um, to miss the eight, you can get eight bucks for them to miss the eight here. Um, if you look at the letter, that might, make, might, might not make a lot of sense, but... Um, Cowboys are favourites. Raiders are big outsiders. There's a world where Penrith rests in the last round against the Cowboys. So um, eight dollars to miss the eight for them to sort of miss two in a row Cowboys come in. I think there's a little bit of value there with upside of Penrith bulk um, bulk resting, which would give Cowboys a big leg up. So I think it's worth a few shillings on the grand machine not to make the top eight.
1: All right. Nice, Pope. Uh, Really uh, like that one. So, boys, I think uh, maybe we just get a quick betting recap uh, from you, lads. Um, You first. Uh, What is it that you're liking this weekend?
0: Was that me? Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Modler. Yeah, Modler first.
0: Yep. Uh, So, half stakes on the Eels and the Dragons and the Raiders as well, all half stakes. And then the one uh, full stake I'll have is on the Bulldogs against Manly.
1: Yeah, okay, awesome, um, And for yourself, Pope,
2: I think that was quite a bit. Um, what do you have? Yep, listeners will have to replay this a couple of times. Mug, uh, Isaiah, yo to score a try in Parramatta on Thursday nights. Dragons plus 16 and a half, Dolphins plus eight and a half, and head to head. Storm, find a second half alternate here at a big number, find a price that you like. Tigers plus 15 and half and head to head against the Roosters Raiders plus 10 and a half, nothing in Dogsley manly and Knights minus three and a half against the Sharks. Yeah. Nice. And then that's uh Raiders play on the end. So,
1: I mean, you could, yep. get, uh, you could, you could get the double there. You get the Raiders plus um, and the loss, uh, which uh, could work out um, quite nicely there too. Okay, boys, that's fantastic. Let's talk charity bets. So boys, just to give you a bit of an update, we, um, we we're 50% again, boys. So we're four weeks in a row um of minus ten dollars. Um, so our change in strategy pope didn't quite net us the result, but um surely we've got to uh we've got to just find a way this weekend, don't we? Um so boys, where are we gonna play? What's our uh, we've got lineup here from what I can see. Um in the dragons, uh we've got um a very big edge for Modler on the Bulldogs, a bit of unison on the Raiders as well. Um, so where do we where do we sit? Or Pope, is there something that you feel more strongly, or even Modler?
2: That you feel more strongly about that
0: bulldog
1: yeah. ride the other?
2: Uh Modler, please veto me if you don't like this, but all I'm thinking raiders, I'm pretty counting raiders. And with your edge on dogs, uh, if you're happy to take on that responsibility, I think they're the two we play here. Yeah, that sounds good
1: to me.
0: Happy with those two.
1: And uh and boys, we are going Raiders uh just at the line, ten and a half, and um and doggies at the line, head and uh, uh what, what was that market model? What did I say? What was the line there? Uh, I think it was six and a half, wasn't it?
0: I'll just quickly how do on.
1: you how do you feel mother, about playing doggies head to head here? I was gonna say we might need to uh to just get some head to head or even um
0: Yeah, I was just looking at it's five and a half. So given it's just none of that converted try, I might uh might stick my neck out and go fully on the uh on the 255 on
1: the win there. Let's do that. Let's get the 50 on the uh on the 255. All right, and that's uh Raiders on the 10 and a half. And then Model, we need to find something in the AFL. Um what did we you had quite an edge on the dogs, didn't you?
0: Uh, yeah, the dogs was uh big one, swannies and JWS,
1: yeah. Big and I'm with you on all of those, Modler. Um, I think maybe what we should do here, Pope, should we get a bit creative? Uh, here, um, we uh, should we go maybe we just go the swans standalone Modler,
0: yeah?
1: Or we just go, um, we'll just go 50 um, on the swans. But um, should we get a multi or should we just? Yeah, yeah, no, let's do this. I like it. Yeah, okay. So we'll have our saver on the swans uh, at 50 and um, and then we'll go dogs into the GWS head to head.
0: That's music to my ears. love
1: it. Okay, <laughs> so let's, let's do that. All right. So uh, all sold, all told. Uh, just quickly, premiership stuff, um, Pope, um, nothing much has really changed. Pies price is starting to tick up a little bit to the point where... I'm going to have to consider taking a little bit potentially this weekend. I sort of almost feel if they tune up really heavily against the Dons um, that the sentiment of the market might actually just pull that back a little bit. So maybe maybe that might not be such a bad time to just grab a little bit of pies and not covering the whole red at this point, because I still think the pies are a real live chance to potentially lose in the first week of the finals, um, which then means they've got to win the three games in a row. So, um, but I think it's maybe a time to take a little bit of savor back on the pies. If you if you've read it up, which I have um, and um but other than that, um, Pope just still, still backing Melbourne, still backing Brisbane, still backing Port Adelaide. I think they're all, all still good bets.
2: Like it, like it, mug.
1: Not backing Carlton uh, at this <laughs> point. In time. So uh, we can look at add ups and all that sort of stuff later as a bit of a, a, bit of a saver on them if we need to.
0: Interestingly enough, they um, drifted out. I think they had nine dollars at Top Sports. So off the back of them not making the top four, which which they were very unlikely to do, they they were you know, as short of $6 at some books and now they're out to $9 off the back of a win. So.
1: And I think that, yeah. you know, they're, la- they're, they're, they're 11 and a half and 13s on the fair now. So they're starting to uh, drift out slightly, but still, I still think there's more room in that too. Um, although there's still a bit of, bit of, bit of movement to be had there. Um yeah. All right, boys, uh, that's a big show. I'm so excited, as you could probably hear in my voice uh, tonight on the podcast, so excited for this week of uh, footy. There's some real rorts uh, to be had this weekend, I think. And you know what they say, Pope, it's only a rort if you're not in it. So um, so uh, we're in it up to our eyeballs. Well, I am anyway. Um, so, uh, so boys, a uh, really good show. Uh, Modler, I think it's time for you to sign us off.
0: Certainly. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.